Hi, Hi bestie. bestie! Welcome back to another episode of Buckle Up Bestie. I'm Amy. I'm Roshan. And this week we really bring you a fun-filled episode. There's laughs from start to finish. We catch each other up. This is also going to be our last episode for two weeks, so make sure and soak up every minute of it because there's a lot of minutes in this episode, actually. And our topic of the week is the vanishing Ireland's Vanishing Triangle. Our review of the week, it's actually a recommendations of the week, so we're bringing you some recommendations of TikTok accounts and podcasts we've been loving at the minute just to get you going for the next few weeks to keep you going then we dissect a listener's dream with our little dream book that's here we really hope you enjoy this episode as always sit back relax and buckle up bestie well hello men <laughs> i never know what i'm sorry oh it's always episode i've listened to in the past i'm like hello miss hiya do you know what i noticed about the last week actually i have a bone to figure you about last week's episode but (laughs) my mom (laughs) firstly every segment we say welcome back (laughs) as if we're anywhere as if we've been headed out you never know some people might listen to a segment and then wait till the next day for the next one yeah they could be doing it in parts i do that with episodes yeah my bone to pick with you no, is and only eagle-eyed listeners, eagle-eared listeners will know. We're talking about the topic. I don't know if it, I think it is the topic. And then I'm like, <laughs> I farted. <laughs> it didn't go down. You didn't hear the fart. I just said I farted, and then you goes fair play or something like that. Because I think I caught, I remember listening to it and then thought I caught it out. Oh no! No, it was actually funny. I, I was actually not... laughing. Oh, I'm so sorry. For anyone listening, like, we're not like narcissists. I just, sometimes when Roshan edits, I'll listen back or when I edit. She... I can't believe <laughs> that. So game on, Roshan. I'm leaving every little body function in this set. And let me tell you, there's going to be a lot. Because I fart quite a bit. <laughs> it was just when we were starting and you said, don't mind me burping. And I was like, oh. So I think I must have edited out the fart and then left in that I farted. Maybe. Or sometimes, you know, when I'm editing, like I could be cooking or something and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll go back and cut yeah. that out. And you just don't. But, but excuse me. No, <laughs> I, I was funny. Just in the fart. I'm funny messing. I don't but have a bone. Imagine someone wrote and I've been like, Sorry, girls, who <laughs> farted on the episode. But you'll have to go back now and find out where the fart is. Let's so. know at exact what minute Amy <laughs> farted. Sorry. Well, what? I don't fart. I was only lying. I fart so much sometimes <laughs> that, like, I kind of forget when I'm doing it in public. Cause I, I actually... I always trust them to be silent. Yeah, and especially then, when you rear earphones in. Yeah, and then sometimes there's such force behind it. You're like, I can't turn around because that's after knocking someone's socks off. <laughs> How was your week? More importantly, I know I know it's been off to rocky start since the fart. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up so, so soon. Um, yeah, I don't actually have anything to report, Roisin. I was working all weekend. I had yesterday off. What did I do yesterday? I actually had a doctor's appointment. I had my follow-up smear test. So I think last smear. year I actually spoke on the pod saying how important it is to go and get your smear. Yeah. Um, mine came back like abnormal cells, which is really normal, actually. Um, so you have normally with the smear you come back either three or five years yeah. I think it's changed now to one or the other uh, but you come back a year later if you get abnormal cells and then hopefully fingers crossed this should be fine but if not then you have to kind of go for a biopsy and yeah. like, different steps well it's quite common for that to happen as well isn't it for yeah. women like it's like oh well, everyone I said it to because like I didn't know and then everyone was like oh that's totally normal like yeah. it, it takes a year to kind of come out of your system and then if it's not like they deal with that um, but like still you can go so far without it being serious at all but like the good thing is 
you go and get these things found. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. So and you're going for the smear, you're booking it in. So exactly. And it's so good. It's, it's awkward, but it's over in fucking five minutes. Literally, I even said it to the nurse. I was like, these things are always worse in your head, and she was like, that's what everyone says to me. Like it was, it's so fine. Like yeah. So definitely, if you're, I think it's twenty five or older. Go get your smear if you haven't already. And um, yeah, that's Russian. I've not, I have not to report to you. I feel this is so strange because it's one of the first weekends that we're catching up that we haven't spent together. Russian, I know, and there's about to be two more then. I know. So this is our last record for two weeks because I'm going away for work. Sorry, guys, so what's not? It's out of my hands. It's Russian. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm actually fine. When I'm in, when this comes out, I'll actually be in Canada. You better give it a listen. But I will, Jesus, I'll be listening to it in the morning on my commute, because I, I commute to the place. I, I work Excuse in events. Excuse me, busy body. Um, busy, busy. <laughs> uh, I work in events, so we have an event over in Canada, so that's what I'm going to be doing. But, um, yeah. She's feeling so fly strange. like a G6, guys. I am feeling Do you know what? I saw something on Instagram lately. Oh, I'm not reaming. Raggy. But... It was like this is some person. But did you have it up on your story or something? Someone said, "I haven't been feeling quite like a G six lately." I I tweeted that. Was that yeah. you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Oh, really? Follow me on Twitter, guys. It's quite funny over there. Because sometimes I get notifications when when I you get tweet, notifications when you tweet. I have them turned on actually. Well, I don't want to miss. It a must beat. be a very very seldom. It is an notification. Love it. But um, I thought to myself, I haven't actually felt like a G6 lately. She's dead, right? No, like I haven't. But my favourite meme is, uh, well, it's not a meme. Fergie tweeted it and instead of, thank goodness it's Friday, she said, thank goodness I'm Fergie. Was she the person who tweeted it? <laughs> she tweeted it. Unless it's like a fake one, but <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. But also, like, thank goodness she is Fergie. Well, thank God. Remember the, the like 6am slot she was doing and she was doing cartwheels? Do you remember no. that? Roshan, I have to show you. A 6am slot? Hang on. Fergie, Mo- she was like doing a morning show, like, performance. Who was the one who sang the really bad national anthem? Her as well. Was it her? Yeah, she's had a bad rap. Oh, I just Fergie. typed in Fergie morning car wheels. <laughs> you won't believe this now. You'll think it's a stunt double. This is not really. <laughs> so, she goes scream. again. She goes again. Her scream coming up out of it. <laughs> Like people are standing around with coffees and morning mimosas. But dare I say, that's a fucking flip. That's not a caraway. She was feeling fly like a G, G flip. She was feeling, she must have oiled up the bones that morning. It's the noise, <laughs> it's the noise of her coming out of flips. It's like, how did he allow her? She could have taken the microwave from her. She said like she's getting strangled. Like I think she should like take on her gymnastics career and give up the thing. Well, she's quite flexible. But didn't she? Who was the one? Was it her? Yeah. Or was it Gwen Stefani? No, it wouldn't have been Gwen. No, it was her national anthem. And she sang, and then it was awful. It was just great. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Sometimes just have a bad day, though. No, myself, like when I do be singing. <laughs> when I sing Sheena Fein of All, I mean, it's crude. Remember, we did that for Juicy Jane. Good into your head. Could you sing the whole I thing? Could, yeah, yeah. I, I won't. I but wouldn't I could. have a clue. Now, I can say what the words 
I can I, by memory I can like say them. Well, if someone was to say, okay, sing the second verse. Yeah. Like no, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know them by memory. I probably but, need to listen to it once through. Yeah, you're right. Give me a spoon and I'll do it. <laughs> but Roshan, tell us about your exciting weekend. You had a lovely weekend. So, for the weekend on... So, Thursday I went out in Dublin. <laughs> I'm thinking about... Oh! Hello? <laughs> I just had to know. It was her PR team, but like, the four cartwheel was killer. Well done. No, but who was like... Hear me out. Cartwheels. But like, not... <laughs> One handed. But like cartwheels to the front. They're not even to the side. You know on a cartwheel you go to the side. It's because she's, she's one handed because she's still holding the bike. She doesn't even have a Britney mic. She has a handheld mic. But it's like she's doing a handstand and flipping back. Fergie. Fergie, girly. Girly. I like your raspy to go on there. Fergie. <laughs> Holy. I'm like a. I'm trying to be like a. Fergie. <laughs> I sound like a kind like, like the words are, like, why is she doing that? Uh-huh. Like just pop the mic away from the mouth. <laughs> we need Sorry, to move on because I'm me. going to compose. I'm never going to get over that. I anyway. never will. Went down in Dublin on Thursday night. You did for dinner, Q two dinner. So we have like Q two is if we all know what you're talking about. Q two. So we have like the four quarters in the year. Apparently. Q two. <laughs> Cartwheels of six a.m. in the morning, but for two two things. Number one, we need to call this episode Fergie, obviously. <laughs> Thank two. God I'm Fergie. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't physically spell it. Whoa! <laughs> Use the raspy cough. <laughs> also, I'll get back into what I was talking about. But isn't so badasses have one name? Oh yeah, like Madonna. Yeah, like she really pulls it off, Fergie. What the hell is it? I mean? wonder what. <laughs> it's an enigma. I wonder I what her surname is. For for delicious. Fricky, frickin' really good at cartwheels. Because that kind of spells Fergie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, like... If you read between the that's lines. That's forgot. <laughs> that's forgot. <laughs> no, it's forgot. <laughs> forgot. Forgot. I think we should try to get Per Fergie just... To, on the pod. On the pod, but just to do like like a one-man band thing, thing in the tower. I think she'd come. Or instead of the jingles in between, she could go, whoa, whoa. Wow. But we'd have to get her to do it live. But we'd have to get her to do the cartwheel and what we'd have to follow with the mic. Oh, I see. So I don't know if that... I think like, you should do that because you're nimble. You can do a cartwheel. I can't even do a roly pole. I used to be able to now. She, I need to get on whatever oil she's on because she must be holding those babies up every night. <laughs> I'm... She's loose. Like, honestly, I'm wrecked. Yeah. The body's just not what I used to be. <laughs> I know. And so imagine her. She's probably pushing 60 or so. What age is she? I'll have to Google it, but uh, Rush, we don't have time. What age is Fergie? Um, I think the though, AI. The AI, oh, she listened to now. 48. Pushing 60. 48. She's not far off, but she's two off 50, kind of thing. Quick math. Jesus. You do math like Fergie does cartons. <laughs> um, anyway. Nimble. Went out Thursday night for Q2, so we have four quarters in a year, apparently. <laughs> yeah. It's broken down. And we get a party for each one, just like, as in, like, just team, they're big into team bonding. Okay. Which is really nice. Not to be confused with team bondage. 
not to be confused that because they're not doing that. Be, that's Q4. That's Q4 and a slight HR issue in Q2. Okay. Q4. All, all no holes barred. No, literally, you know I mean? L- literally. all holes blocked. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have really, I have really brought I this down a notch. And I keep laughing. What oh makes makes me laugh more is that my front lip keeps sticking to my teeth like that. <laughs> I can't get out. You're like Kevin doing me. And like, when <laughs> he lost the two. Anyway, nice night. Night wasn't hungover. Then come home Friday. No, excuse me, Roisin. Tell them about the food. Oh, I went to a restaurant that I can't remember the name of. It's called Saba. Mm, it's called Saba's in Dublin. And <laughs> um, Saba, there's a couple of them. Have you ever been? I've never watched Takeaway from it before. Have you ever in Dublin? No. So it's kind of it's well, it is Thai food, but it's like. I thought it was Mexican. No, sorry, that was for the hen. Oh, I sure don't want to hear about this. Yeah, I know. I was just trying to tell them move on, but we'll give you it anyway. The Thai food. Grand, good, it was delicious, got something really spicy. Oh! Shh. Very, very sore in the stomach the next day. <clears throat> Moving forward. Okay, went she to the had the Fergies. Go on. Uh, and then, <laughs> Thurns, had the Fergies. And then <laughs> I went to the hen parties. So we went down to Waterford for my cousin Carol's hen. It was so mm-hmm. much fun. We went to <laughs> the Fergies. I got something about Fergies. And then. So we go down to Fitzwilton Hotel in Waterford, go for afternoon tea, yeah. and it was de- it was delicious. Now it wasn't. Oh, the you nicest, hesitated. It wasn't the nicest afternoon tea I've ever had. Where is? Because I feel like every time I go, I'm like, oh, that wasn't the nicest. But where yeah. is the nicest? <sighs> That's such a good idea. Is afternoon tea just not mind blowing? Actually, I did go for an afternoon tea before in um, one oh, down in Wexford. There was a fate. No, it wasn't fate leg. It was. One of them, I'll have to look it up and tell you maybe next week or we won't be recording next yeah, week. But when I used to work for the food magazine, we went for this one in Wexford and it was so delicious. And really? I think that like, it was just, the sandwiches were delicious. Like, yeah. The sweet things were always banging, but sometimes they can get minging sandwiches. Minging. Crusty. Yeah. Crusty. Dry. Well, well, I actually had one in Powers Court and it was unreal, but like, it has to be it's Powers yeah. Court. Like, we had to take out the mortgage. Which, that's the thing though but like this place wasn't it was actually like all the, the food the sweet stuff was delicious it just I wasn't feeling some of the savoury okay but like for me it was like I just had so much fun the company was great we yeah were having some drinks we were having some Prosecco you know having playing a couple of hen games which is nice and then we went this is what I really loved we went back up to the room and we got a shower I got three showers that day so I got yeah. a shower before I left and then when we were all like it was lovely eating and drinking but just one of the fucking warmest sweaties days yeah it was very so, warm we got up to get ready at four but we had two hours so I was like fuck it pop off and make up pop in the shower got a quick shower got ready again completely then mm-hmm. then went for out for night out before that we went for dinner in this Mexican place called Pinkies I believe oh. it's sort of where it is in Waterford it was a good bit of a walk away from where we were anyway okay but now I've said that before maybe on this podcast but in general I, Mexican isn't my favourite cuisine it's always blew my mind yeah and because I don't really love mint and I don't like kidney beans. I don't like black beans. I don't like re- I refri- refried beans or whatever. Yeah. But she then, has no palate basically. But anyway, go on. Do you know what? Stale kind of thing. Yeah. But I did really enjoy what I got. So I got this prawn starter and it was just... So me and Chloe shared. So basically we had paid for two courses already. So we got both a starter each and shared. So we got uh, jalapeno dippers. I can't go wrong. Wow. Delicious. Yeah. And then we got these like prawns. But they were like breaded in like this cage. And it was kind of like... a southern fried chicken fillet but the southern fried was on a prawn lovely fantastic yeah. 
And then it's got this like bowl, to st- like kind of this brito bowl st- style situation for the main. And I was really like the chicken. Lovely. Yeah, chicken. Yeah. And it was delicious. And now the service like wasn't great. Like they, they <laughs> forgot Carl's food, which was she's the hen. And Jesus. then when it came out, if we had all got loads of different stuff. <clears throat> I had, we all had loads of us that got chicken. Then when it came out to Carl, we were like, oh sorry, we have no chicken left. So she couldn't no get the chicken. No chicken for the hen? No chicken for Mm, I'm not even talking like that. But delicious food, and I'd say that there was just so many big parties, and I'd say they were just like overwhelmed. But yeah, anyway, it was delicious at the end. So I really, really enjoyed that Mexican food. And then there was like these big things that you get with your package, like you know those big massive like jugs that you have a little like um tap on it, and it's like put something put water in it. Yeah, for tables. So we got three of them with the package. So. Uh, we just got mojitos in them, which was lovely. Gorgeous, nice and so refreshing. Yeah. The drinks were delicious. Mm. That was the girls got margaritas. They loved them. They said they were gorgeous. Now I don't like tequila, but I drank um, some of the mojitos and stuff, which was nice. Lovely, Very refreshing. that sounds great. But the Mexican was delicious. Good vibes in the place. Good fun. The music was nice. We were all having a great time. We were all yeah. drunk, and <laughs> we just ate and drank, and it was lovely. And then we went out for the night and. Then it was kind of just a lovely night out. It was just great company. Everyone was having a good time. And what I love about, I've said this to you already, but what I love about a hen is that when the actual hen is having the best time. Yeah. Like, Carol had a blast. It was exactly what she would have wanted. There was nothing, like, too cringy that she would have hated. And I think it's just three sisters and they planned it. And it was just great, great, great time. Very good, Ron. Yeah. Delighted to hear that. It looked like a ball. It, it was really so much did. fun. Do you know when those hens or anything that you go on, you're just laughing the whole time? Yeah. It was just like that, just having a great crack, just ah. having a great crack. But just fun, 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 walk, balls to the walls, fun. Good. And then also a Sunday. So, two places in Waterford ran out of soda water when I was drinking it. Yeah, I couldn't so believe it. So then I had to drink vodka and like sugary drinks, and oh my god, the effect it has on me. Like, bro, <laughs> she was trying to tell me this yesterday. Oh, and she god. described herself when she was drinking the sugary thing as she goes, Do you know when a child gets crunchy? <laughs> crunchy. I was like, no, I've never ate a child before. <laughs> and she, what she tried to say was like hyper or was it grumpy? I was grumpy? going to say grumpy, like when you're on a sugar come down. Yeah. Like, do you know when you're on a sugar, like you have so much sugar. Like I'd say the amount of sugar I took was disgusting. And your feet, teeth feel furry. Disgusting. And because vodka soda limes, you just have the sugar in the little bit of lime cordial, mm. which is fuck all, because like, you're really, I barely put any lime cordial in it. But... Oh, my anxiety, oh my god, the effect it had on me. Like the on Sunday and Monday as well. Rattled. It was just rattled. But, so that's like something that I'm now like, stay away from the sugar and throw off soda water to drink beer. Yeah. But anyway, it was just a lovely weekend. Came home Saturday, just chilled out. What did we do? We got a little takeaway. It was Father's Day on Saturday. Sunday. Sunday, sorry. So we'd already celebrated it the week before, but we just got a little takeaway with Daddy. Lovely. Gorgeous. Yeah, that was a happy Father's Day to all the fathers, even though we wished to have a happy Father's Day last week. Yeah, happy Father's Day, motherfuckers. Um, do we have That's anything it. else to catch them up on? Um, not much. Because it's going to miss you. Say an hour or forever hold your peace because you you be gone. Nothing else to catch up on. I'm going to miss. Honestly, I'm, I love Monday, Tuesday. So I love Mondays and Tuesdays so much because we do the boxing class on a Monday and mm. just we get to see each other, which is bonus. But it's just so much fun. Yeah, we and love that. Tuesdays, I love coming out here because. No matter what mood you're in after you record, I'm just always on flying form. Yeah, normally we start off quite low and then we have a giggle. And, but we've started off. I think Fergie, we've Fergie, thanks for that. Thank thanks God, Fergie. Fergie's Fergie. Oh, I have one Fergie's thing I want to update everyone on. Fergie really is Fergie. Not to blow my own trumpet, but I feel like I've brought everyone on the journey with me. Yes. But I passed my exam. Yes! Woo-hoo! I 
don't think I've mentioned it. No, you haven't. No, I haven't. Yeah, so I just wanted to say... opening them. Yeah, no, it was grand. Um, Past everything, grand. Like, I'm delighted, but... Um, yeah, I just wanted to say, like, thanks to everyone for yeah. their support, especially you, Ro, and my other friends, for all being there, because it's been so hard and, like, so grateful for the break yeah. around the exam time and stuff. So I'm delighted. Just to give you as an update in case you thought I had Fantastic. failed the whole thing, do you know? No, it's good getting in the loop. And also, it's something, like, you went back to school and did something. Like, that's amazing. I know. Like, I'm thinking of going back to do something else in February, but, like, Are we you? that fridge when it comes to Oh, my yeah. God, amazing. Don't know, I might... Well, big thumbs up for you because it's not an easy thing to go back. Thanks, Ro. So well done. Appreciate it. True, truly from me and Fergie, well done. <laughs> wow, wow. Wow, wow. Thanks, Fergie. <laughs> okay, guys, it's my topic of this Ooh. week. Now, you have a big job, <laughs> There's always a, an introduction There's always a buzz. Yeah. I was like, well... So, well, it's not really my fault. I did my part. I put up the story on Instagram and I asked you fuckers and I asked the followers, do you know, let's talk about this this week. Yeah. And one person replied and like, thank you so much because she's a great biggest support. But yeah. like, where's the rest of you motherfuckers at? And like, again, we'll bring it back. Surely someone has an agony aunt question. <laughs> like, we're not even like, doing agony aunt this week again. Because we're doing something else. But, like, you all... Now, I know we cried out before, but seriously, you're lacking, guys. It's detrimental to our health. No. We'll cut this thing. So, we, we'll take us away like that. But, now, girls, I'm giving... <laughs> It'd be like when Fergie nearly broke her ankle. What would we have done? How would you feel if we didn't cartwheel? Now, ask yourselves that. And, and we're giving us two weeks to think long and hard. Yeah, we're putting up boxes, and I mean... If you have to make up something. If you have we to clone a friend. don't care if it's false... Just don't let it be illegal. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or even at that. Anyway, so I'm not going with that topic, but I'm still not telling you what it is, Roshan, because I could put it up and I could do it another Sorry, day. Sorry, I thought you this one. I was like, what are you going to have to tell me? You were like, do you have a topic, bitch? Okay, so this other topic. So that one was going to be really fun, really lighthearted, something we could all giggle at. So do because you didn't give me that, this is really, really somber. <laughs> and it's your own fault. And that's what you get. You're welcome. Okay, so it's kind of a going away present to you, Roshan, because what do you love? You love murder crimes, oh, right? Yeah. So this is, and I know you did episodes before because I was looking back on like murder mysteries mm-hmm. and you did crimes in court. There's so many more. There's so many more. Now, this one in particular, we have heard about. Yeah. It's Ireland's Vanishing Triangle, right? So everyone has heard about that if yeah. you're from Ireland, right? But if you're like me, you've heard bits and bobs and you know some of the names, some of them are household names. However, I didn't really know the stories. Yeah. I've, and I've heard somebody was suspected of this and that, but like I didn't really know. So I kind of... So basically, Ireland's Vanishing Triangle is about six young women who went missing across kind of Eastern Ireland between the years of 1993 to 1998. And there's kind of this conspiracy that like they're possibly all linked um, and they called it like Operation Trace is the name of it. So it's about six girls. So I'm just going to go through the six stories. Dude, I'm so excited for this. I'm already enthralled. So I'm kind of like, this could either take ages and we might have to do a two-parter or we'll get through them. But like, it's not an other than me telling you the stories 
or telling the listeners the stories yeah. if you have anything you want to add because I know you love stuff like this so you might know more mm-hmm. um, please do or if you want to comment on it please do but all it, all this section is is me reading out the girls stories very look forward to it because it's so baffling I was talking about this my friend Sinead a while ago how do people just vanish Honestly. how do people just vanish that there's they're never found like not a bone not a hair no and I think it just it's so much more interesting if that's the, for want of a better term because we're Irish and we're women and yeah. like it's and just close where we are yeah yes it is it's, it's Eastern terrifying. Ireland like just to say that I got this off a website called it's actually called Ireland's Vanishing Triangle yeah, there's so um, much like stuff out there about there's it. so much this website is solely like for this and there's a podcast I'm going to link it all in the show notes just to give them credit because it's a lot of it is actually their actual words and stuff. So and a lot of it is probably the families and stuff, which is so sad. Yeah, they're just they're giving updates over there basically. So go check that out. This is not my research at all, other than I clicked onto the web page. Just, just to <laughs> like say that took me hours. <laughs> I did this in work today, so you're welcome, everyone. Okay, so it's going in chronological order. So our first girl that went missing is Annie McCarrick. Um, so Annie in went missing in 1993 and she was 26. Sorry, now I'm going to be reading all this off. So sad, like that's so sad. But she's like the oldest. Um, so Annie, she Annie was American, but she was living in Sandy Mountain, Dublin. Um, she went hiking in the Dublin and Wicklow Mountains on Friday, the 26th of March 1993, on her own as her friend couldn't go. Um, some strange alleged points to note. Her Annie's housemates reported that that morning they went to work. Annie went grocery shopping. She came home, but she just left the groceries. She didn't unpack them. So they thought that was strange for her. She left late in the day to go hiking. So she only arrived in Enniskerry approximately 5pm. So if you think of that in March, our like sunset is around 6. So yeah. you're not going hiking at 5 o'clock like. No. There were few sightings of Annie in the town. However, there were confirmations from multiple witnesses that a person matching Annie's description was seen in Johnny Fox's pub with an unknown man at approximately half past nine in the evening. Annie was never seen again. The man matching the description given by witnesses has never come forward or been found. Um, But we do know that Larry Murphy is a lead suspect in Annie's disappearance. Mm -hmm. So he was like chief suspect and apparently he's not anymore that's just been brought out recently but really he's not yeah but but he's still a suspect but not chief the, suspect. Yeah. yeah so that's it on annie um so she's never been found there's been that's no more bad. it's just so sad for her parents not even in the country i know like whatever about like being here but like i suppose they flew over but god it's so sad and she she lived in america she came over to visit and she went back home and then she came i think she only came back to dublin that summer or something that's so hard and like even with that like it's so long ago like there's no camera footage or anything or like it's just so hard so that's the thing about all these cases there's no technology yeah there's no there's no mobile phones for some of them there's no mm-hmm. CCTV, there's none of that. So you think like today, this would never happen. No. But that's why there's such mysteries because there's no high tech. And like in some murder podcasts I listened to from years ago, like when you report someone missing, like they don't actually start looking until like two days later. Yeah, be dead by it has then. to be 48 hours. Which like so. And I think now they take a bit more promptly, but. Yeah. Actually speaking of, did you see there's like um, stuff coming up about Madeleine McCann again? Apparently no. they're like they like have a really good suspect of this man in Germany and they're like checking out a place he called his paradise 
Oh God. Yeah. Because I saw they were searching that lake and they found a bag of something in a lake. Well, that's what I've seen now. But, oh, I didn't know that. Well, that's where they were searching his paradise was this big lake. So yeah, I think they found a bag of something or they found some of her belongings there. Fuck. Which is terrifying. Anyway, so the next one is a well-known name, Georgia Dollard. No. So she was 21 when she went missing in 1995 and Jojo was from Callan in County Kilkenny. Um, so Jojo had been working in Dublin but she moved back to her hometown to work in a pub. On the morning of the 9th of November 1995, Jojo had got on a bus to head back to Dublin to collect a social welfare payment. The town where Jojo was going to collect the social welfare payment was three miles from where Annie McCarrick was living. And borders the same suburb where Annie got the bus to Enniskerry. So okay. that, that they're just kind of trying to link up the girls, I suppose. Jojo decided to go into town to see if any of her old friends were around while she waited for her bus. She ended up missing the bus home, but decided she there's there's a lot of kind of information there that was unnecessary. So she went in, her ex-boyfriend was there. Okay. Then his actual new girlfriend came in. They had a row. She, did, she didn't... She, her friends asked her to stay in Dublin. She didn't want to, basically. But I'm just going to skip past all that, even though I've just told you exactly. But yeah, you're not taking it, <laughs> but just have to get a recap. So what did I say there? So she ended up missing the bus home, but she decided she would try to make her own way back to Kilkenny herself. The closest bus Jojo could get home was to Nace, approximately 65 miles for her, from her home. Jojo got off the bus and managed to hitch a lift to Kilcullen with an old man. She then hitched another lift. I don't know why I said old man. It's kind of thrown me off. <laughs> Did it say it's the normal man? It just said old man. But like, I think but, that's kind of rude. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying his best. <laughs> she then hitched another lift as far as Moon, still in Kil- Kildare, with a younger man. Okay, so we're kind of all <laughs> ages of men. <laughs> yeah, we're not leaving anyone out. Um, approximately, at approximately half past 11pm, Jojo phoned her friend Mary from a telephone box. During this conversation, a passing car stopped and she told Mary she had managed to get a lift home. This was the last time Jojo had been heard from. Many witnesses have come forward saying that Jojo was seen in Castle Dermot heading towards Carlow, which would be the direction she would go in go to if she was going home to Kilkenny. Uh, roughly a year after Jojo vanished, a taxi man from County Waterford, roughly 62 miles south of Moon, came forward to Gardaí stating that on the night Jojo vanished, just outside the small village of Kilmacow, County Waterford, he spotted a car parked on the side of the road and as he drove by, he noticed a man urinating. The taxi driver thought not of this until sun- suddenly a young woman matching Jojo's description bolted out of the car through a side door at the rear of the car and proceeded to run onto the roadway. The, rum- the woman was barefoot and appeared to the taxi driver as if she was trying to escape from the two men. As the woman was making her get away, another man emerged and grabbed the woman around the waist and dragged her back into the car, helped by the first man spotted by the taxi driver. The car then drove away at speed with all three occupants in it. A woman from Moon, where the phone call took place, stated she also saw a woman of Jojo's description get getting into the back of a similar car that the taxi driver described. Jojo has never been found. That's that's the first time I've ever heard about being two men in the car with her. Yeah. So he said two men and then that other woman confirmed she's seen her getting into the back of the car. So, you know, that's if there wasn't some two men, she would have got into the front. It's so mad though, like that hitchhiking was just a thing. Like oh, my mind used to hitchhike to court town all the time. I remember you telling me that. Like, that's so scary. Like, I, like if I hitchhiked now, now my parents wouldn't talk to me. 
Well, they'll probably never talk to you again. Honestly. Well, like, it's just so scary that, like, you're waiting for her to come home and she just never comes home. And, like, it shows how old it was that she was in a telephone box, like, calling I mean, Mary. How would you remember someone's number kind of thing? But that fact not not have come forward before. That's, Maybe he was scared or something. Like, before she even went missing, would you not report a woman basically... Running barefoot away from a car. But, like, maybe he never taught anything. Or maybe he saw crazy stuff all the time as a taxi man. And also, like, if everyone's drunk out and messing. You know, sometimes you see t- crazy things when people are drinking or when you're yeah. drinking. And you just don't think anything of it. No, not Which I suppose true. we should look more into these things. But, anyway. Do you know if you saw someone, like, I'm guilty of it. I saw someone, I'd be like, why is she acting insane? But maybe she's actually just in trouble. I'm just, like, a bit too good at minding my own business. Like so, my nose is constantly clean. <laughs> sometimes I should kind of get my nose a little bit brown. Sometimes you get a bit furry on that thing. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Okay, get serious. Get real. Okay, the next girl is Fiona Pender. She was 25 from Tullamore, County Offaly. So she was also seven months pregnant, which is really sad. Um, Fiona lived in a small apartment with her boyfriend, John Thompson. Um, she was last seen by her mother Thursday the 22nd of August. Oh, sorry, I didn't put in a, a date timestamp, but I think it was also 1995 or 1996. Um, suspicion arose after her parents passed her house on two separate occasions on the Friday and the blinds had been drawn both times. No sign of life. But do you know, like, she was pregnant and they thought, like, the yeah. mom came in the morning and thought, oh, she's probably resting. And then the dad passed in the evening and said, she's pro- maybe she's gone out or whatever. Yeah. Um, by Saturday Fiona's parents had to contact John to ask him about Fiona as they still had not heard from her and she wasn't answering the door so by Saturday they started knocking Uh, John said he had last seen Fiona Friday morning as he then went to work on his parents farm and he stayed at the farm that night he thought she was with her parents a witness told Gardy that he was walking home around 2am on Friday the 23rd of August and he passed the street where Fiona and John lived and he had seen two men loading up a rolled carpet into a 4x4. Uh, another witness told Gardy of witnessing a man driving a 4x4 erratically up towards the Sleeve Bloom Mountains. I don't know why I added this in, but the van had a sticker on the windscreen saying, Keep her lit. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry, that's so wild that I think about it like that. They just had no way of contacting her. Like He had to presume that she was okay because he wouldn't ring her on the phone. Then it says John Thompson, his father, and three sisters were arrested in relation to Fiona's disappearance, but they were let go. Oh. Fiona has never been found. Sounds very like, did John do it? Yeah, I know. It's just so hard to know like that. Well, these cases never be solved. Like, what I, it's hard because where's the closure for the family? It's just all too much of a coincidence that they all went missing in the same area. In the same area. In the same, like, I know it's like triangular, like, obviously as it's called, but like, it's just so wild. Yeah. You'll notice so far, and a common theme is it's all men. Yeah, because we like as women, we don't tend to kill each other just to kill each other. It's kind mm. of usually like raped and killed. We're raped and killed, but if women kill, it's kind of about a passion of anger or love. There's a reason behind it. it we, we're reasonable. We're reasonable, and we're just not as much killers. It's just not as much killers as us as there is men. Mm. We're just trying to get by, and here we are, just been clubbed today. Okay, the next one is the youngest, Kira Breen. She was 17 from Dundalk, County Loud. She was last seen on the 13th of February 1997 by her mother, Bernadette. It is believed that Kira snuck out of a window in her house to meet with an older man. Kira's friends described the man as a creep who had been watching them on several occasions. <sighs> Kira's friends also said that they overheard the man asking Kira if she would meet up with him. And she said she would sneak out to meet him. 
Kira's mother had also overheard a conversation between Kira and the man asking Kira if she was going with anyone, to which Bernadette told him to go away from her that he was far too old for Kira. Lee Mullen, 35 at the time of Kira's disappearance, was arrested for questioning as chief suspect for Kira's disappearance. He was questioned in 1999 and 2015, but was never charged with any crimes. But then there was also something saying uh, he died at the age of 55 in Garda custody in 2017. But it doesn't say what he was arrested for. So Could have been something completely unrelated. Like, oh. Yeah, like apparently he got away with that. So, But I just think that's a bit suspicious because like, could the friends not say that's the man? And could the mother not say that's like, yeah, he was obviously local? Him. I just think like it's so sad because people sneak out of the house all the time doesn't mean you should be able to get fucking murdered like but like yeah apparently like there was a lot in in Kira's one about um like the area she lived in was close to the border and it was kind of an IRA area and there'd be no pedophiles or anything going around and apparently this man was known as a pedophile or something and like you'd be you'd be scared to do anything wrong kind of up there you know like, it was seen as a lawless town, but you'd be more scared of the IRA finding it, kind of thing. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, but I don't it's know. So wild. It's All just... of this, again, is alleged. Like, I'm not saying any of this is fact. And it's just hard because it's just that, like, it is all alleged. Because, like, every, like you could w- take a witness statement and then someone else's witness statement would be contradicted. Yeah. Because people remember different things. And, like, also how, like, you can't believe everyone either. I don't know. Anyway, we'll keep rocking and rolling because this will take hours. Go ahead. We're on our last two. Fiona Sinnott, 19, uh, was from Wexford and she was a single mother of one. Um, she was last seen on Sunday the 8th of February, 1998. Fiona was out with friends in a local pub and her ex-boyfriend and her baby daddy was also out in the pub, but not with Fiona and her friends. Fiona had been complaining of a pain in her arm to her friends that night. Fiona's ex-boyfriend had admitted to had admitted to walking Fiona home that night and staying on her couch while she slept in her bedroom. He also said Fiona was complaining of a pain in her arm and was going to the doctors the next morning. He got a lift home with his mother. Fiona never made it to the doctors and there was no sightings of her looking for a lift there. On investigation, it was reported that Fiona's house was notably clean. Her landlord had reported that upon previous inspections, her house was understandably untidy for a household with a young baby. A farmer in the area came forward to say he had come across black bin bags on his land that contained letters addressed to Fiona Sinnott. This was before she had been reported missing, so he burned the bags, believing it was illegal dumping. Fiona has not been seen since and nobody has been arrested in connection to her dis- disappearance. Why wasn't the ex-boyfriend? I've listened to, uh, this was actually on telly, there was like a thing about the Violet Triangle and I just remember Fiona's. Yeah. But there was someone who came forward that said that the boyfriend killed her and he had the time. Buried her under the house or something? Yeah. That there was, the house has been built at the time and they're laying the foundation the next day and he put her in there. I like the, the boyfriend like seems like he obviously. Sorry, the sore arm thing was notable to the police because there had been reports of domestic violence when she was with your man. Okay. So when the friends said it about the arm, they were suspicious and then they questioned the boyfriend but he said, oh yeah, she was complaining of a pain in her arm, she was going to go to the doctor. Yeah, so, I don't know, yeah, he was meant to be like a bad, I think they broke up because he was really bad to her. Yeah. From what, the thing. but you know with the her, so they had a child together and that Fiona's family hasn't, well, 
when this came out a couple of years ago, the child was 21 and they hadn't seen her since. Jesus. Because his family had her. Which is just so sad. Oh my God. It's just I mean, like, where was the child at that time? Probably when the parents had I her. I think the and... child was with his family. Right. And that's why Fiona was out that night. And then they haven't seen her since. It's devastating. It's just so sad that, like, how is he not... I suppose if there's no evidence, there's no evidence. But, like, it's just... It's been all fingers pointing to him, but, like... And, like, if he has an alibi... Well, like, he doesn't really because his mother her. picked like, his mother picked him up but that means nothing yeah she, you know? she, he could have dumped her in the middle of the night like yeah anyway last one is Deirdre Jacob 19 from Newbridge County Kildare she was last seen on the 28th of July 1998 Deirdre was attending college in London but was home for the summer she had went into Newbridge town and about half an hour sorry she went into Newbridge town about a half an hour walk from her parents house to run some errands Along the way, she visited her grandmother, spoke to a friend and a neighbour. Deirdre was last seen standing at a grass verge across from her home. There have been no links to Deirdre's disappearance. Isn't that fucking wild? Like, she literally disappeared into thin air. When did Larry Murphy get arrested for the attempted murder of that woman? So he... I was only looking him up today. Oh God, if anyone looked at my search history and work. Now, this is Wikipedia, which can obviously be edited, but he was jailed in 2001. That was for his attempted murder of the Carlo girl. Do you remember that? Yeah, that case? wasn't it mad that like it all stopped when he went to jail? Well, 1998, 2000, yeah. Like, and there's a couple of like, I don't know, like now, bear in mind, this thing I watched before was trying to kind of loop him into it. So maybe he has nothing to do with any of it. No. But they were kind of saying that it just fit his description because yes. of the first girl, Annie McCarrick. Someone came out and said that he was in that area the day that she was disappeared. That he was at another pub there or something. And they were able to confirm that he was there. I think he definitely has to... An- now, this is speculation. Yeah. From me. But I think he definitely did the majority of them. Yeah. But I think one or two... Like, I think that girl... Um, Fiona Sinnott. Fiona Sinnott. And possibly Fiona Pender. I think their boyfriends killed them. Yeah. But I think it was at a very convenient time. Yes. And it like the guy, they think. Well, I don't think the lads were actually thinking about get, like anything. But you know, the guards like to link it to somebody to put peace of mind in the public to yeah. say we've got them. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also like easy for them to kind of say, oh, it's possibly this person. To like put everyone's mind at ease and like it's convenient, you know. Because that's why there was so much craziness around the time Larry Murphy was jailed because he was obviously jailed for attempted murder, but that's all he was jailed for. Like he wasn't actually linked to any of those other women, but everybody thinks he did it because he was linked to it at that yeah. time. So and like, like when he was for that last girl, I'm not going to name her or anything because she's from here, but he had said she was lucky and what else did he say oh he said well she's alive isn't she and he said she was lucky like that's fucking terrifying and you're going to let her him out after 10 years like and you know what ha- it was weird that night as well when no, uh, this was another thing this was actually on a podcast crime world she did a three-part series in larry murphy nicola talent and it was so interesting so devastating for that poor, really? that poor woman but i need to listen to that you should listen to it so, it's so the first episode is actually there's only two episodes but the first episode is from his perspective the second no first episode's from the girl woman's perspective mm-hmm. and the second episode's from his perspective okay and it's wild but basically when he was caught with it by the two men who were hunting he went home and had sex with his wife after after that. raping that poor woman and then because he knew the guards were coming from because he knew the men knew him and i'm like if that isn't sadistic enough like why did you have to have sex with your wife 
Because it's fucking... I'd say he was just like on a massive horn after. Like, it's, he obviously gets satisfaction from doing what he's doing. From hurting people. Yeah. And like, that's just fucking like, he's such a weirdo. But like, I just think that there's no good of letting people like that out. Like, I know they obviously can't stay in the prison system forever. But like, they're not going to be re- like rehabilitated into this society. Yeah, but they should be tagged forever. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But, like, I think if you go into jail, you should be tagged. And that, like, across the board, like, if you've done a crime, yeah. you should be tagged. And then, then you will know if another crime happens, if it was any of these criminals who have ever, ever in their life been in jail, you can rule them out. It's just so scary to know that, like, these women literally did nothing. Only live. And be women. thin air. Like, there's, like, that's a documentary on Netflix called All Unsolved Mysteries. And it's of people who are just vanishing out of thin air like there's nothing like there's nothing left of them not a shoe like it's not so scary and you know it's scary when you hear of like back then and like you know people are hitchhiking and people are you might say putting themselves in danger which like you should be allowed to hitchhike you should be allowed to do any of these yeah. things without fucking men attacking us but like then now it's all coming around or like it never stopped it's just like they're being found out more easily yeah because there's, there's enough science behind it and dna that we yeah. can run and stuff but, but they're like, still fucking doing it and there's not enough being done about it there's not a hard crazy. enough punishment and that's why they're still doing it and they're still getting away with it well like it is mad the fact that like women are just literally trying to live literally but that's a whole other topic anyway um that was sensational i love it not sensational hopefully that it doesn't bring amazing. down the tone too much but no interesting it was like i think that like things like that are so sad and so hard to listen to but I also think that people should keep talking about them and keeping them alive and like somebody knows something because that's somebody like why I wanted to, to do it as well it's like I always know these people in name but I don't, didn't know their story no. you know what I mean and I'm only like giving the bare 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 information like please like go and research it more and find out more yourself on it like and listen to that other person's podcast yeah. and her talk was actually it was on tv Annie McCarrick's mother was like I just want to bring her home she's like I don't want justice I just want to bring her home like just want to they find just her, need her closure body, like, like do you know but like somebody knows something out there about yeah. something they have to it's crazy. anyway Ro, we'll leave it at that but well, let me tell you fantastic topic I really enjoyed it thanks Ro review of the week review of the week thanks for coming in there at the end because I was <laughs> going a bit off key I did a click instead of a clap oh we should have done Whoa. I forget it now I sort of why we're just singing <laughs> for the fir- for first half and <laughs> um, welcome to review of the week Thanks for all. Thanks for having me. So this year, I was going to say this year, this week we have no like TV show or um nothing to review except, I was thinking of something we should review in the, another episode. Listeners, let me know if you've heard it. Something on Apple TV called the Miriam said she was looking at the Winding Stair or something or okay. Um, I don't have Apple TV anymore, but I can stream it. Yeah, I've actually let me. I'll, tell you after this but anyway it's um a series we should watch but anyway we have no series or no food to try this week so mm-hmm. what we've decided to do is we're going to technically not really review but i suppose we're just going to recommend recommend some of our favorite podcasts and tiktok people um so we're gonna have to do three each yeah and i three of each each yeah 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 just so, some people that i suppose we just like and mm-hmm. a reason why and maybe you should follow them too yeah that's all we're just giving a brief like who we're liking at the minute you know because you love talking about that with your friends like oh who are you watching or listening yeah, to yeah and just at the minute that's a thing people are all like, my sister like let me know a podcast listen to and I have to go back to all my podcasts and think yeah of, like, so like, uh, one of my podcasts is 
two of them are actually um ones I've listened already listened to. Yeah. So they're just kind of recommendations. And especially because we're going to be on a two week break now, you'll need something to listen to. Absolutely. So do you want to kick off then with your podcast? My podcast. Okay. So my top three podcasts at the minute, this is not to say they're my favourite of all time because my favourite of all time is I'm Grandmam, but they're on a break. So yeah. I'm not listening to them at the minute because okay. I'm caught up. So what I'm listening to right now is um, The Kinahans. It's just called The Kinahans. Yeah, so you're liking it? Um, yeah, I am. Just okay. because uh, I don't, don't know anything about them and I'm always hearing about them and I want to know more. Yeah, so complex. Isn't it? I listened to the first two or three episodes and I couldn't get into it because it's just so complex. There's just so many characters. But I need to get back into it. Characters like the real life people, but anyway. <laughs> Um, my second one is Finding Samantha, uh, the GPO girl. Have you heard that? No. It's, it's actually on like an RTE podcast. It's in the middle of loads of different ones. Um, but if you look up Finding Samantha or GPO girl, it's basically a true story about this girl called Samantha as a parody. And she's a scam artist basically, but she came to Ireland and did like all these crazy scams. Oh, the GPO. Yeah. You probably heard her name. Her. Yeah. But, okay. That's really interesting. Um, so that's kind of crazy. And my third one that I listen to and I love is Saving Grace. Do you listen to it? Yeah. I only see on TikTok. Is it really funny? Now, I only listen to ones that I know who's on it. Because yeah. it's quite long as well, but it's very funny. I really like Grace. I think yeah. she's like a she's great... She's very quick. quick yeah, yeah, and I think she's a very genuine person. Yeah, um, I think so. So depending on her guests, I listen to her. But that's, yeah, I'm kind of just going, going through them at the minute. That's good. They're good recommendations. I could do with a few more if anyone else has, and I'll listen to yours. Absolutely, send them on because it's just so good to. When I listen to a book, book, good book, I was gonna say a good podcast, it makes me want to get up and walk, get out, yeah, stomp those streets. I like uh, crime and I like funny, so I like to go between both. A little bit of a mix. Yeah. Okay, so my so. I actually have three now because I have to go into the podcast app and, and actually look at what I'm actually listening to now. You bulked it up. So my first one is my dad wrote a porno. Um, I love that. It's over now, unfortunately. They finished the season. They kind of wanted to end on a high and I really agreed with doing that because I, they kind of consulted me and I said, lads, you might as well. Because you know when something is just at its peak and if you go any further, they kind of felt like they're going to ruin it. Yeah. So they had the seven seasons and it was it's just literally probably one of the funniest things I've ever listened to. Like I had to actually stop myself laughing out loud in public all the time. <laughs> I love that. And don't listen to it with like family or anything. No. It's so dirty, but it's just so fucking hilarious. I need to give it another go because I know I tried it and I didn't the like it. The first season is a bit hard because the sound isn't great. Mm, and like, like our own. I was going to say like, like our own the first season. But it just gets so wild and so funny and just okay. so bonkers. Like I want to, I think I might listen to it again. I just like love it so much. Bonkers. Um, the second one I listen to at the minute is actually West Cork. So it's about Sophie Duscan de Pontier, which I've spoke about her before. I think I was she was one of the mm. missing women at one of the cases I spoke about in Cork. Yeah. But there was this uh, podcast going around and it was like, made like thousand. 2021 and I had never actually listened to it but I'd heard about it so then I heard I was listening to another podcast and they referenced it and I'm listening to it and it's brilliant because Ian Bailey who's a suspect is on it they're interviewing him and he actually brings them to the murder scene because he's trying to find someone to bring them and it's so wild to get his perspective I constantly go from he definitely did it to like I'm I'm unsure because he's such a good he's so good at talking you're kind of like it makes you think well he's creepy 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 and he comes across really creepy oh body. what's that called um just called west cork okay and then another one i suppose one that i listen to all of the time it's kind of stuck between two i suppose 
So one I listened to is um, Diary of a CEO. Mm-hmm. I listened to kind of like Saving Grace that like I only listen to people who I know are on it. So that's where I listened to the AI one, the podcast I was speaking about last week. There's also one with Davina McCall and it is like so heartbreaking. It's amazing. Like her life has been so difficult. Really? And she, really she was a drug addict when she was 14. Is she on Diary of a CEO? Or is she... Yeah. So yeah, he, or yeah, he interviews her and he's like basically asking all questions about her life and... Um, she's like I was on I was just drug at like the 14 because she was taking coke with her mother and stuff and <gasps> then she had a drug problem a drink problem a drug problem she's a really bad relationship with her mother her sister got cancer and died and she's just really made herself out nothing like it's oh my so I insane. must what? listen to that and she's so fucking likeable mm. as well and like she's a great host she got cancelled for something a while ago because she tweeted something controversial I can't remember what it was and like whatever she said and it, like I did I did completely agree that it was controversial mm-hmm. but then I kind of feel like there is other people on the side of that are getting cancelled and it was just kind of an interesting view to look on it yeah but yeah that's the top three another honourable mention is Crime World which you talk about the Kinnahans um, yeah but also that has the Larry Murphy episodes and stuff in it as well. oh I must go on to yeah. I don't think they're doing the Kinnahans I'm listening to she just does updates on the Kinnahans okay. so like it wouldn't be this actual story but it she just does like store like I suppose more topical things like the Kinnahans like Every time they come into the news, she kind of talks about it. Like she, cur- she, Kinhens and the Hutches, she covered the whole Hutch trial, basically. Okay. On yeah, sorry. Mine is just, it's by the Irish Sun. It's called the Kinhens. It's just, it's, yeah. not, it's just about them. Like. Yes, that's just about them. And then she kind of dabbles in and out of the Kinhens. She does the Hutches. She's just basically all crime in Ireland. Yeah. There's a. It's Nicola Talent, yeah. 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 She's one about Philip Schofield, which is strange. It was a bit off. I didn't topic. like. I listened to that one, I didn't like it. It was a bit strange, but I don't know what they. Because it was like they didn't really know. It was basically just to kind of put out an episode about something that was relevant, but they had really bad anything to say. Yeah, it was like they were kind of Googling it as they were talking or something. Like yeah, they didn't. It know. was a bit strange. Yeah. Uh, will we move on to TikTok accounts? We will. Who are you loving at the minute? So I have three I'm loving at the minute. Um. I kind of find it hard to put it down to three, but I kind of I know. have a bit of everybody. So, number one is this um, account called Finding Mr. Height. Oh. I was telling you about this before, but it's basically this girl who, like, goes on dating apps. So, like, her, she kind of built this, she's, she's a dating coach, basically. Right. And she's after building this platform, and she's trying to find the love of her life and she's going through it like as a dating coach and being really transparent to people and she could go on like three dates a week or whatever but she's so open and honest and gives so much great like advice to people yeah. but people are like how do you go on out on a date with someone and not like overthink it like, do they like you do you like them like how do you get over a date how, how do you get on with someone who's like I just don't like you like how do you deal with that and she gives some really great tips and it's really really interesting I should follow her it's so although like, her her mindset, like her mindset is just wild like, but that's the thing it made makes me want to put myself out there I'm like and then I'm kind of like just some stuff that she's like someone wrote in I was like oh you know I'm worried about their weight and stuff like that and it makes me want to not date which I kind of feel sometimes I look at myself and like I don't want to date because I'm not comfortable with myself okay. and she's just like gives like information on that it's just so interesting she's very really, really good. good that sounds so good but she actually also has a podcast as well with her friend I'm not 100% sure what that's called but she does refer to it okay Um. second Bowmanizer you know he's always I, I didn't put him down because I knew you'd you'd put him down <laughs> he's so did funny. you see though it made me sad Um. somebody like basically copied him 
this is that's the second person after doing it. And he like he was mad. Like he was like, thanks so much for crediting me and like. And there's the first person who did it, and his name was Angelo, and he's um Australian, and he has a massive following, like more than him. And his videos were getting like twice as many views as Bowmanizer, and he wasn't tagging him in it. Then this girl again has more following than Bowmanizer, and her videos are getting loads of views. And he's like, he's could at least tag me. Like TikTok is all about, I suppose. That's what it's about. Yeah. But you're meant to credit them. Yeah. Yeah. I found that was... I think he was right to kind of call it out. Me too. Because... And they don't compare to him. No. No one is as funny as him. And it's because it's original. It's authentic. And I had a most recent video of him and... um, You know the girl he's always doing away. Yeah. so funny. She's hilarious. But I love the way that they have like cups which is asparagus hanging out of it. Or they could have anything. Oh yeah. And his mother is so funny as well. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I have is this guy called Michael Finch and he's actually this Australian guy who just cooks. Oh, look at that. He's just constantly cooking noodles. Um, like the bulldog noodles I got the mm. other day. He's always cooking them. Just trying different types of food. Like a lot of Asian cuisine. Um, you love just that. Just really interesting. So I want to kind of go for someone who's like, like, I think, kind of mindfulness. Someone who's really funny and someone who's cooking. And yeah. there's always people coming up on my TikTok just teach me about my like anxiety and stuff like the other day I learned that people with anxiety have a lot of too much cortisol in their system or something yeah like that, I think. that keeps coming up on mine and I keep going past it because I'm just like I have too much like information about toxins so I like I just need to get away from it yeah. at the minute I'm just kind of trying to focus on the funny t- like the three of mine are just funny but that's because there is so much entertain or like um information and informative stuff and that's so great. And like sometimes I'm so in the mood for that. Or sometimes I really want to see workout videos. Or yeah. I want to see a Sunday reset. But sometimes I'm just like, I just want to laugh. But you just want something mindless that you're just having a fucking giggle. Yeah. First one, it's actually two different accounts. But they're twin sisters. So I'm going to have them as one. Okay. Um, It's Kaylee and Bethan Price. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen them? So they come on and they're like, Miss Kaylee. No. <laughs> like this and she goes, Miss Bethan. And they talk, but like they put on that. No. And they're twins, but like at first I thought they were lesbians, but that looked really alike because like they'll kiss and all, but like not with tongues or anything, but like they'll kiss each other and they're always like they'll talk like this close to each other. But they're so funny, oh, right? Like they're so they're like laugh. they're talking about like actual things that are happening. Like she's like, okay, y'all, Miss Bethan has a presentation this morning, and, and then like, they're like talk, but like it's. So funny. But I think as well, people who have just have such a gift who can just make people laugh by talking about random shit. And it's like, even if you're not laughing, they have such great energy and like they just make you smile. Yeah, but that's what like people, I think that people like stand up comedians and stuff, I think it's just such like a good, what, how amazing is get people to make people laugh? Like, that's the goal. Like, really. That's just so funny. Same hilarious note is an English girl, Charlie Marlowe. Do you know her? She goes, <laughs> oh, I'd have to play her. I can't even think of her accent now after doing the girls. But she's like, um, well, smack me in the ass and call me Katie. Like, you I know that I do know her. And she like yeah. brings it around. She does like, as if like, it's like homes in this holiday. What is it? Homes in the sun? Or yeah. Place in the sun. Place in the sun. She does like that, but like she's ripping the piss. She's I so think I have funny. seen her but ages ago. She does be going around with, well, she does be on like press trips with like Max Belente and Grace and all. And she's, so they're funny. They're all so fucking funny. Or she was with like this girl called Kate Elizabeth and she was like, I'm in a room with Kate Kate Elizabeth. Um, how are you doing Kate? And then she's in the shower and so she doesn't hear and she goes, 
we're not that close yet or something <laughs> <laughs> we're, get, we're going to get there sorry I can't do her accent I just I can't I feel I have her accent is like her she sounds so familiar but I can't put a face she got brown hair no she's blonde I'll show you her after do she's fun. I think I showed you her before this won't be on those press trips I know they look especially with them yeah they look, they're not influencers like, they, they look, look really fun they go to the house and like beat and all like, yeah bring us please the third and last one is Avery Woods. Um, I don't know if Avery is the mother or the daughter, but it's basically... Do you, did you ever see, like, dog POVs where, like, people are voicing over the dogs? Yeah. But this is, like, a child POV. Okay. So she's... I, I don't know the toddler can talk, but the mother's doing a voiceover in that, like, funny voice. And yes. she's like, she's like, hello, motherfuckers. And she's like, guess what hell I did to my mom today and all this. And she... It's really funny because you can... You oh, actually yeah. think it's the child. And it just, like... It's so funny. I've seen these before, but I don't know if I've seen that one. But it's so funny because it's like, just like destructive or something. Like she's it's like, so children are fun, but they rip rip the arse out of you quite literally. Literally, like all she shows is like her tantrums, her throwing food. Like it's never like do you know what is it, anything else? Everyone shows all the good sides. She's showing all the shite she does all day, and, and it's, she's making money off probably. Yeah, it's so funny, and the mother is very sexy. Um, just want to say. Wait till you see now my phone listening and all of the people are going to pop my FIV. Roisin, well, you're welcome. So I, I'm, I'm going to look them up and I'm going to let you know when they come up in my FIV. Please do. Because that's, it's going to be so crazy. But all I want is for people to make me laugh. So I'm Same. definitely hopefully going to catch some of those girls. And also I just think, isn't it great just to chill, kick back, relax, kick off the shoe and have a laugh? Roisin, it is. You've hit the nail on the head there. Well, I'm glad we got some information there. Me too, Ro. And uh, if any podcast recommendations, send them to yeah, us. Yeah, please let us know. Okay, so this last segment, we normally do agony aunties. But again, you bitches just won't get your Nobody ass up and work. is in agony. Nobody is, except us trying to get fucking information out of you hoes. It's honestly like trying to drag fucking shite off a stick. <laughs> Oh I, don't, I, don't know I don't know if that's hard I had to wash birds I off the back door today and I was just like this is just not all I need and then a bird shit directly down on it I was like you're joking uh, first of all fuck you yeah you little drone in the sky there's a nest right over the back do you door. not know that those things are carrying 5G <laughs> oh my god well the minute Wi-Fi goes off here the phone might as well be dead so where are the birds then where are they motherfucker so instead of the agony ant question, we're going to do a mystical section from our little book of dreams. Insert mystical jingle. <laughs> what? <laughs> so she good. Thanks. Um. Yes. Yeah, so we put up a box and we did get some responses. So we'll just if we don't have an agony ant, we might do a dream or vice versa, whatever. Okay. So we have got a dream this week. So yeah, we're just asking what people's dreams are and we're going to use the book to try and diagnose what the hell is going on in that subconscious of yours. And also, I just a firm believer of like, sometimes things don't mean shit, but sometimes they fucking do. And if it's real current, they do. And let me tell you about the dream book. It's not accurate. So like, I um, kept dreaming that I was like late for school or late for exams, but like, I couldn't find like, you can't kind of find the exact thing you're looking for. So I looked up exams and then it literally goes, oh, you're stressed about an exam. But like, I'm not kind of thing. But like, this wasn't around my exams. Like, this was a class week. There's more of a deep meaning. Like, if I looked up, like, you know, I was dreaming about a squirrel, it doesn't mean I'm scared of squirrels. Literally. And then I was telling my dad about this because I was picking this book up for my mass. And she, daddy was like, um, oh, 
I daddy like he actually has night terrors because he he? he watches so much war and he thinks he's in the war then but oh like God. that's what it is like he watches the war right before bed he falls asleep watching it and then he goes up to bed so mm. it's embedded in his brain then he has this is I probably shouldn't be saying this but like he actually had a dream that he was down shooting a rifle the other night and he fell out of bed because he was rolling over on the ground he fell out of bed and nearly broke his head Oh my god, is he okay? When he told me, I was pissing. Yeah, he's fine. Like, I was like, will you ever stop? And Turn like, it off. I looked it up and it, it was, there was no war, but there was fighting. And it just said, oh, you might be at war with yourself. I was like, no, he's just watching war. He's just watching. And like, I think it's probably because he's sleepy watching it and then your brain is scooping everything in around Literally, it. Literally, that's all he thinks about. His brain's like, I'm in the fucking war. Yeah, I'm in the wars. He's in the wars that night anyway. He nearly had to go to any. God, well, I hope he's okay. Poor bastard. Tell him I was asking for a moment. Anyway, what's our dream this week, bro? So, somebody wrote in, and the, their dream is, I keep dreaming at least once a week that I'm driving on a familiar road and then I'm lost. Okay, so do you think I'll look up driving or will I look up lost? Or both? Maybe lost, because I think that's probably the significant bit of it that, like... I'll look up both, right? Okay. Because they're very inaccurate. So, driving. If you're in the driving seat, you need to consider how you are driving, whether responsibly or recklessly as this denotes your approach to life. If you encounter obstacles or difficult driving conditions, it could mean that you are struggling to come to terms with difficulties that you are facing in your waking life. If you are driving in blizzard conditions, it means you need to take extra care when dealing with situations that you'll soon face. If you are the passenger in the car, this could mean that you feel powerless and it's time to claw back some of the responsibilities and control that you previously enjoyed. So what did we take from that road, the driving? Will you say the person driving again? Say the little section about if you're the one driving. If you're in the driving seat, you need to consider how you are driving. Whether responsibly or recklessly. What do they say? That they're getting lost. That they're just getting lost. That they're driving on a familiar, familiar road and then they're lost. This denotes your approach to life. If you encounter obstacles or difficult driving conditions. So the obstacle could mean that you're getting, getting lost. lost. It could mean that you are struggling to come to terms with difficulties that you are facing in your waking life. But I think I don't need to read that. It's probably that you're just, you don't know which direction to go in. And like yeah, or like something through. feels familiar to you, but it's unfamiliar at the same time. Yeah, maybe it's like that, like yourself, you f- you're familiar yourself because you're settled, but there's something itching at you that you kind of want to change something in your life. Yeah, you're feeling a bit lost. You're feeling like, a little bit, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? I was literally, last week I felt so lost and then some days you just feel better. Well, I got a card for the listener. Do! Get a card for the listener. I'll shuffle it and you can read it because I've done enough. Absolutely. But as besties, anybody listening out there, it's so normal to feel lost. Like, I came back from Portugal and I was hooting and hollering and, and saying how good I felt. And now I just don't feel like that some days. And I think it's so normal. And just if anybody else is struggling out there, we're witches. We're witches, besties. Absolutely. Like at the minute, I'm not, I'm not thriving. But I'm... You're surviving. I'm surviving. And you know... That's all we can ask for. Absolutely. And do you know what, girls? I come across defeats in life, but I'm not defeated. Learned that on TikTok today. Life gave her lemons and she made lemonade. Quite literally. Okay, nothing's happening with me, bro. Pick the top one. Here we go. you go. So this is for you, listener. Ace of Swords. Oh, I think we've had this many. And it's I... a little owl with uh, glasses on. Toot toot. An owl, if you're listening. Um. Okay. Ace of Swords. Like a lance of lucidity. Um. The Ace of Swords. Swords signifies a powerful new beginning and an elevated understanding of the world around you. 
Way to elevate your consciousness, bro. Uh, though the blade is sharp, it's not used for mincing. It cuts through malarkey and gets to the point. It offers clear thinking, honest communication, creative vision, and aha moments aplenty. Consider this card the cosmic lasiac procedure that will remedy years of cloudy sight. Focus ensues, epiphanies abound, bringing the orchestra and scene. And then it says, I see everything, I know more than ever, I still don't understand cloud confusion. Do you think they got anything from that or should we pull one more? I think so, because like, this is like, it's that it signifies a powerful new beginning. I kind of feel like, is it the same as kind of like, you know, you're a new beginning's happening for you, that's why you kind of feel a little bit lost. Actually, maybe that's not what it means at all. Cause yeah. Kind of exact opposite. Like maybe like, but that is you're familiar true, with like Things are scary and like you're feeling like, oh, am I on the right path? But that's just probably because it's new. But you know what they always say, like, you know, when like manifesting happens, like you're always put through a test to see how you, how you react to it. And then that's when the new beginning actually happens. So maybe like this unfeeling and uncertainty, just keep going through it. Something good's going to come out of it. Sorry, but did I tell you that I keep dreaming about two different exes? No. I wonder will anything come up about that? Probably that they're both absolute rancid people. Okay. Um, only, the only EX is exams and explosions. It would be under boyfriend or girlfriend and then a relationship, maybe look up. Okay, but we have got recurring dreams. I'm going to read that out. Okay. Did you have a sense of deja vu in your dream? Recurring dreams are often a sign that your subconscious is trying to tell you something important. Pay attention to the message in your dream. Is there a theme or pattern emerging? There may be an issue you need to resolve or some action you need to take in real life. I mean, state the obvious book. This and book is going to the bank. When you're having your recurring dream, is it that you're you're actually broken up with the person or you're back with them? Um, both. both. It's normally getting back with them. But okay. like to two different men, Roisin. Maybe I haven't got the time. Maybe it's kind of just now like telling you a new one's coming and it's not going to be either of those dirtbags. I <laughs> think it's just that like those people are familiar to me and then I don't think it means much to be honest. Yeah. I'm not taking it too bad. I think that sometimes like it's just in your subconscious you're like why did I tell a boyfriend but then it's giving you these people and you're like don't try to bring those rats back into my life. I'm like yeah but not them. No but thank, thank you. you. No thank you. Anyway hope you enjoyed your dream analysis. Hope it meant something to you Bessie. Yeah send us in your dreams. And that's all for another week, besties. We hope you enjoyed. As always, it was a scream. There was a, probably a lot of editing for poor Amy to do this week <laughs> because I was howling at Fergie the whole way through. <laughs> Make sure you tell a friend. Make sure you have the notifications turned on for uh, Buckle Up Bestie. And make sure that you leave us a review. If you have an episode review, I know it's going to awkwardly reviews, but it would really help our podcast. Or even just a five-star rating. Because on Spotify, rating. that's all you can give. Yeah, so just give us a five-star. If you're listening now, just pop on to the five-star on Spotify. But we are Buckle Up Bestie on Instagram, Buckle Up Bestie Podcast on TikTok. And if you want to send us an old school email, we are buckleupbestie at gmail.com. This is the last you'll hear from us now for about two weeks, and we'll miss you, Bestie. Mm-hmm. But um, we're so glad you tuned in. Bye, Bye Bestie! bestie.